Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Chanel, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bye. Hey, friend L. Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'd need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, filmed live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Before we get started, I wanted to give a quick shout out to a brand new patron. Uh, hold on a second. Oh crap! I forgot. I lost his name. Here we oh, go. Oh gosh, Dan is a new patron, but it's thank a birth- you, Dan. It's a birthday gift. Oh, from his love muffin, and that's specifically the name I was instructed to use. So to Dan from Love Muffin, now love, thanks to Love Muffin, you get uh, all sorts of great bonus content. Mm. You get to watch us play Fall Guys tomorrow. Uh, and uh, you get to watch some Ask Steven Larson. You get to uh, watch Power Rank with us live if you can, if not in VOD. Yes. Uh, and you get to watch some Vintage 10 for the win. So that's very exciting. So yes. Uh, yes. that's All pretty great. I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't uh, shouted out patrons in a little while. So I'm going to go ahead and see if we got any new ones here. Oh, and then yesterday, uh, Dizzle Alamehu. What a great name. Uh, is a new patron. Also, Alexander Cross and Saxon Doherty from last week. Thank you very much for your uh, 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 Patreon pledges. Thank you so much. of course, you get the bonus stuff. And then if you're a Twitch sub, you get the bonus stuff. And if you're a YouTube channel member, you get the bonus stuff as well. Yeah, man. Thank you very much. Anyways, uh, pretty stacked AEW tonight featuring at the top of the second hour uh, a dog collar match with oh, a TNT man. title. Hell of a battle. Went back to Cody F and Rhodes. Uh, absolutely, heck of a battle. I do think that the, the match was given a bit of a disservice uh, in two different ways. Number one, one Cody uh, won. Yeah, what else? I was gonna be my punchline. Why'd you ruin it? Oh, sorry, I didn't know that. Number one, this really, this match really needed fans there. Yeah, um, but well, there uh, were. No, oh, you know what I mean. When I say fans, are I don't mean a smattering of people and a couple mean, of little maskless children not 15, wearing masks. Fifteen percent of capacity, more than that. Up there, falling asleep. Um, <laughs> that that cracked me up. You know, WWE when when they had fans, like they would always endeavor to show fan reactions, uh, and they try to go for like excited people. And Dynamite did the same thing. People were actually excited to be there tonight. It was great. There was like one fan shot of like. This lady 
Like, just sort of sitting back, doesn't really seem all that engaged, and her two little, like, toddlers with her, no masks on. <laughs> just probably dying in that humidity. Yeah, um, it's probably pretty miserable. But, no, the match itself was absolutely balls-out traffic. They even had a package pile driver through a table during a commercial break. Yeah, I know. That's what blew my mind. It's like, really, that's like the high spot of the whole match, and, and it happens during a commercial break. This match was everything it needed to be with the glaring exception, and this is where the fan, Steve, and the fan, Larson, comes out. F. Cody, this title should have stayed on Brody Lee, man. You got that right. You know the the, the absolute beatdown he put on Cody last time? Should mm-hmm. have been double that this time. Exactly. Give us exactly. 15 minutes of, of Brody Lee going off on Cody Rhodes. He keeps that TNT uh, championship. He keeps that Chili's money. The Chili's money. He gets at least three more riding mowers for himself. Yeah, man. Brody yeah. Lee is like the best thing going in AEW right now. To make him drop that title blows. Mm-hmm. Well, you know this what? step from AEW. And here's the kicker. Here's oh, two wow. kickers okay. at the end. Yeah. So at the end, you know, like Cody, he's got new presentation. He's got dark hair. He's got darker suits with the chain shit going on with the lapel and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the first thing he does after he wins, he grabs a mic and he's like, oh, everybody thought I could go down the dark path. Nope. <laughs> I do this for all of you. I'm like, what's the point Ooh, of presentation change? Don't you do anything like for me. You I don't need you to do shit for now. me. And then after that, he's like, well, I'm going to defend the title next week at anniversary. And then uh, Tony asks, well, against who? And who comes out? Orange yeah, Cassidy. He just had a title shot. He just had he a lost. chance at the TNT Against Brody Lee. He lost. And he lost. Back of the line. Yeah. Listen, I don't have a problem with Orange Cassidy. I think he's fine. But if they have Cody, had Cody beat Brody Lee just to put that belt on Orange Cassidy, oh, mm. Ooh. Mm. That would, so, okay, so I understand. We both knew this was going to happen. Yeah, we both knew. Totally lots of happen. lots of great Cody fans out there are going to give it. Going to be giving a shit. I'm totally fine with that. This is where this is where the 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 fun being a fan talking shit about wrestling uh, comes into play. Um, it totally makes sense, I guess, for Cody to have this title back. I do wish that there was more of a build. I wish that he would have had to have you know gone through a bit more, and it wasn't just such a an inevitability. That was the other thing about the match. That when I was watching, and I was like, this just feels, it's really great stuff that I'm seeing. But when things feel like such an inevitability. Yeah, it sucks a little bit of the drama out. A little bit, yeah, sure. Um, but I get it. We all knew this was going to happen. I don't know about, like, when I saw him come out, I was like, oh, wait a second. They just do this to get the title on Orange Cassidy? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that's going to be the case. It'd be weird for him to have lost against Brody. It, and regardless, it's a weird, it's a weird opponent. If he wins, it'd be weird. If he loses, it'd be weird. So you have all that. Unless maybe, maybe Orange Cassidy gets a shot next week. He wins it, and it turns into like a three-way dance between Cody, Brody, and Orange Cassidy because Brody could rightfully say, hey, you couldn't beat me for that title. I know I can beat you. Then you have three guys who have all like beat each other hey, in different man, ways. As long as, as long as Brody Lee comes out of that with that title, fine. <laughs> maybe that'll happen. Maybe that'll any, happen. Any, any, any other uh, option? in my mind, is completely and totally unacceptable. Because, I mean, you do have none of these guys are in the tournament coming nope. up at nope. full gear. Nope. So why don't you put them in a, a triple threat hasn't been done with the TNT title before. You know, make it a ladder match or not. You know, make it a triple threat. I think that could be a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, with the outcome of Brody Lee. Brody uh, Lee must win, yes. Getting all those <laughs> millions 
in Chile's money. Um, but yeah, I thought there were a couple. I thought there were some good matches. I thought the thirty yeah. years of Jericho. Um, it, look, it, it's a tough spot, uh, given that the entirety of his career is in the WWE vaults. Um, they went a different route with a bunch of uh, celebrities and friends and, and his father uh, congratulating him. And don't leave him out. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Oh, and go ace. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty Huge. shocking. Pretty, Pretty shocking. Shy, absolutely. Like, I was like, oh, God, Dennis Miller's on my screen. Oh, and yeah, then, no. oh, go ace. That made me feel a lot better. Yeah, you, you thought, do, 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 do. guitar. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we could just go ahead and start because I thought there was a lot of good things. I thought there was some I thought weird this opening kind of was, underwhelming was, things as well. I thought this opening bout was pretty fun. Uh, this was Will Hobbs oh, versus Brian Cage. God, this was this was big this was men fun. slapping meat for like fourteen minutes. This yeah, was really good. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, before really the match began, this. though, uh, we had a, a, a thirty years of Jericho video package with a bunch of AEW talents telling their favorite uh, AEW Chris Jericho moments because they were all in AEW. None of the, none of the other promotions he worked in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we get Will Hobbs versus Brian Cage. Taz and Ricky Starks are on commentary. Uh, really fun match. Great showcase for Will Hobbs. Um, uh, I'm, I'm happy that AEW sees something in him and yep. are, are, are getting him involved because he is really good. Dude's got a ton of potential, I think. Yeah, no, um, I totally agree. Um, and he more than held his own against Brian Cage. Um, in the end, though, he hits his spine buster, his finish. That only gets him a two. So out of frustration, he does something that he might not ordinarily do. Uh, or, or, or even have been in a position where he has to do, he went to the top rope. Mm-hmm. The commentary mm-hmm. is really good about pushing that aspect of the story because it was just a hard-hitting battle. You know, power move, power move, power move, power move. Save for Brian Cage doing a standing moonsault. It was all power moves, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so he goes on the top, misses a frog splash. That allows Cage to hit the drill claw to get the win. Um, good, effective storytelling. Um, and afterwards, Ricky Starks hits the ring. Taz, who's still up on commentary, grabs a mic. Uh, he says, Will Hobbs, you're impressive. You fought your ass off. And now they're going to play the option game. You either join Team Taz or you could say no and you get beat up. And before Hobbs could even answer, Darby Allen hits the ring. And like Brian Cage and Ricky Starks in like the most casual fashion possible. Nonchalantly, they meandered. They go, yeah. All right. We'll just go. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know if there was some miscommunication there because Darby looked like he thought. He was supposed to run them off. Yeah, and he like tried to go like he tried to attack it with his skateboard. And I, 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 I swear, this he just did yeah, this. he, he just went like this and just casually got off the apron. Yeah, I'll be honest. I thought this was kind of an. I feel like they need to dial back the Darby Allen running out thing because that just happens way too often at this point. Like every time, it's just he runs out to like make a save or to even the odds or something like that. And it's just, just come on, just, just do matches at some point. Just do matches. Maybe just do that. Um, No, like you said, that was a terrific match. And, and, uh, and yeah, uh, Will Hobbs is pretty great. Um, After that, we had a, a a bunch of cameos. uh, Virtually. Yes. Yeah. uh, From uh, who's, who's the first one here? Cause I, Slash. Oh, yeah, that's right, Slash. That's right. I thought I wrote. Oh, I do have it right written down. Yeah, slash, slash cameo. Congratulating Jericho. Yeah, or Matt chat question. Then Dennis Miller. Ugh. Then Hiroshi Tanahashi. Go Ace. That was cool. 
Jericho Ace. That was right. Uh, and then, and then uh, Ted, uh, Ted Irvine. Yeah, Jericho's dad. Mm-hmm. And then Bully Ray, who just drank something. He just drank some bubbly. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a pretty decent Archer Mox video package with Archer doing some narration and talking to the camera. I thought this was pretty solid stuff. I thought the camera work was pretty good. I the camera work was. I thought both of this one and the Mox one in the bar I thought were pretty good. Mox performance was actually pretty good because yeah, it was. He's, he's hit or miss uh, with me for promos. Like, oh I feel yeah, like for if sure. He's, if he's got a good through line and has something that he really feels like he wants to say and knows how he wants to say it, he's good. Mm-hmm. But if he's like, all right, you got to do a promo to hype this match. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but there's a, there's a story because he faced uh, Lance in a, at, a, at Tokyo Dome, Wrestle Kingdom last this. Th- oh gosh, this year. Yeah, <laughs> it like feels a, like five years ago. I know. Um, and they showed some stills from that. There's something to work off of. Go Ace. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Go Ace. Boy, so, you want to crack a million against competition? Go Ace. New Japan. That's how you do it. Have Okada come over. There you know what a, you do. There, there, you know what was, you do. Mm-hmm. You have a U.S. title match. Uh, Mox defend the title against Kenta because he's number one contender for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have that main event of show. Woo! That'd be great. Um, there was a report in uh, Fightful Select. Uh, Sean Rossap over there uh, reached out to a bunch of the wrestlers to get their opinions on the change uh, the, at the top of New Japan with Harold Mage out, mm-hmm. um, and he got some opinions. There's some. There is some. You know, uh, I mean, nobody knows for sure, but some people have some optimistic outlooks on things. Uh, go check out Fightful Select. They're pretty terrific. Uh, yes. After that, we had uh, this is a really terrific match. FTR versus the Hybrid 2. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really good stuff. You know, they pointed out that the Hybrid 2 is on Dark a lot. That's true. Uh, man, they are so much fun to watch, though. Mm-hmm. They're really fun tag team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is a lot of fun. Uh, Jack Evans is getting his leg worked over pretty good. Uh, early on, uh, FTR are like, uh, we're 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 getting worked here pretty good. We're just gonna we're just gonna go. So they go and grab the belts. They're trying to make it up the stage, and Helico uh, does a crossbody off the stage. He's caught, and the Jack Evans launches himself over the ring post to take them all out. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, he sells his knee. Mm-hmm. And so uh, FTR just go goes after Evans' knee over and over and over and over and over and over again. And uh, you know he has to battle back, get tagged, and Helico for them to kind of chip away at the advantage that FTR has. Uh, they did a. I'm sure this was a spoof of how WB has talents watch match, matches backstage, but the Young Bucks are watching back there on the TV. And Matt is literally, he literally has his back to the screen and then his head turned <laughs> like this. I mean, it's the opposite of what I'm doing it, but it was, he was watching it like this. Yeah. Yeah. Stone faced, serious, but like this. Yeah. I like Matt is like, is looking now. Matt's new heel persona is looking a little bit more like 80s metal now. I know. He's got like the cut, hair poof out a bit. The more. hair poofs out. He's got like the cut off sleeves on the on the black shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like that. So they they see the unmotivated camera guy, uh, the objective camera, uh, and they're like, he turns into a subjective camera and he says, "Hey, what are you doing there? Are you spying on us?" They he the camera guy eats a super kick, yeah. and uh, none of them can come up with the money to pay him off. Uh, they said, "We'll get you next time." Yeah. That was after the match, but uh, FTR picked up the win. Um, they hit the uh, 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 superplex splash combo in Evans to get the W. Uh, really fun match, though. It was it was all over the place. I mean, both you got two great teams putting on their best effort. It's fantastic. You know, like the 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 whole swerve about FTR coming in, just sort of regular guys. I feel like they understand that their in ring work reflects 
their characters. And ever since they won those side, like that match where they won the titles and everything since then is just so stellar. And it's like, okay, this is what we really wanted to see from them. So after the match, um, there's uh, so after the match, the, the stuff with the young bucks happen, but then up on the Tron, there is an image of both FTR uh, but in sort of like hot, sort of photoshopped onto hot dogs. And they're like kind of dancing a little bit. And they're dancing a little bit. So then the Best Friends music hits. They come out. They're wearing shirts of FTR as hot dogs um, or as weenies because that's what they've been calling them. Uh, Trent says, hey, you know what? Uh, as comedy backyard wrestlers, we think you're weenies. Uh, Chuck says, you know, what's not a joke is that we're the number one contenders. And on our way out here, Tony Khan told us that we have our match against you at the anniversary show next week. So that should be a real banger. That, that Maybe that's the one where they'll go to 20 minutes and it'll be the timed out thing. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised, actually. Well, they said next week is 60 minutes. They said it's a 60-minute. Oh, that's what they said. Limit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. After that, we did MJF promo. Um, he's putting over Jericho saying, what else can you say? Uh, you know, people say never meet your heroes. He disagrees. He tells a story about his first kind of real meeting with Jericho after double or nothing. Where Jericho says to him, you know, you really have something. And MJF says, I just took my index finger and put it in his chest. And they both mm -hmm. laughed. Mm -hmm. um, he says he's proud of Jericho and inspired by him. And hey, maybe he'll show up later. After that, we had some more Matt chat questions from celebrities congratulating Jericho. Shaq, that was great. Shaq Daddy. Gene Simmons. Don Callis. Impact oh, Wrestling's Don Callis. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is that in the... So like... I had my head down after Shaq and I heard somebody talking right in the, in the cameo, but I didn't look up and I didn't hear a name. And then I, I looked up and I saw Don Callis and he was there. So at the end of all these, so it was Don Callis, Lars Ulrich, DDP. Uh, and I think that was it. Yeah, that was it for this round. And so I was like, crap, who was that? And I had his voice in my head. And so I wrote down Mickey Rourke. Cause I was like, it sounded like Mickey Rourke. And I was like, oh, he's got history with Jericho. It's probably Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Where's the Mickey Rourke cameo? He was he was on that weird show on Fox, the one with the mat, the mass singer. Mickey Rourke was? Yeah, isn't that weird? Really? I have I no, no idea, idea if his singing voice was any good. I just saw a thing on Twitter. I had no idea. Yeah, anyways, he was not one of the cameos, contrary to Steve uh, Steve's notes here. No, it's Gene Simmons, not, not okay. Mickey Rourke. Wow, I got two to uh, half a kiss. That's great. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Brody Lee uh, Cody video package, and that brought us to Cody versus Brody Lee dog collar match for the TNT title. Uh, before the match began, Greg the Hammer Valentine in the crowd. Of course, one thing they kept on talking about since this dog collar match was suggested was the famous Roddy Piper versus Greg the Hammer Valentine dog collar match in the early 80s, I believe. Uh, they were talking about that throughout this match as well. I wish that they gave uh, 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 Greg Valentine some some popcorn for this because it looked like he really wanted some popcorn. He looked like he they, wasn't exactly sure what he was supposed to do with himself. Yeah, I know. That's why you have a bit of business. You get some popcorn. Uh, I thought the match was kind of plotting to start out a little bit. Once Cody started bleeding, though, which was relatively early in the match, yeah, yeah. Um, it, uh, it, it kicked off pretty good. Uh, Cody got his comeback uh, early on or sort of you know during the match with uh, a chain to Brody's dick. And a leg sweep that got them all hyped up. Got a bunch of good shots, good close-ups of all the blood. Um, Brody tried to escape. Cody gave him a suicide dive. Brody starts setting up a table. They battle on the apron before anybody goes through a table. Cody gets down. He pulls Brody off the apron to the floor and hits a cutter when he does it. So that was kind of cool. That was cool. That was really creative. During commercial break, I didn't even see it because I, I don't watch during the I don't watch picture in picture. Oh yeah. Uh, when they came back, they were like, "This is what happened during the commercial." I started laughing so hard. I was like, "A package pile driver through the table, and now Brody Lee's entire face yeah, is red." Early lot. on, though, uh, it, uh, like right when the match started, pretty much Cody knocked John Silver off the apron. Even John Silver got he busted was bleeding. Open. He was bleeding. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. So uh, in the end, though, like at one point, uh, doesn't Cody hit a crossroads early on? And, and yeah, Brody Lee kicks out at one. Oh, it was like, yeah, barely even at one, yeah. It was like a That immediate. was great. Yeah, it was That great. was great. Uh, the finish, though, saw uh, Cody charging towards Brody. Brody hits him with a dragon suplex, goes for a discus lariat. Cody ducks that, hits final cut, wraps some chain around uh, Brody's face, and he's hammering him with some fists, some 12 to 6 elbows, and then hits crossroads for the win. <laughs> Anyways. Boo. Uh, Nightmare family, Dark Order, they all come ringside. Dark Order helped Brody Lee out of the ring. Uh, Tony comes to the ring to interview Cody. Um, and that's when he says, uh, you know, there's no feeling like performing in front of a live crowd. Um, people have suggested that uh, I, I take a dark path because I changed my hair. Well, I say hell no. I'm with the fans. They've made this for him. He wants to defend the TNT tile next week, anniversary show. And Tony says against two. And that's when Orange Cassidy walks out. Gives Cody the thumbs up. Cody responds with a thumbs up of his own. Uh, we did forget to mention, though, that we did see one spine buster, an Arn Anderson original spine buster. Yes, yes. He got involved uh, really quickly. Brody uh, threw a chair at him. Arn comes in. Reynolds comes in. Uh, and uh, Arn Anderson takes him out with a spine buster. But then uh, Brody. Like yeah. gut punches him. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so after that, it was announced that we've got the four, uh, no, three more three participants more, three more. Six in of the, the tournament. Yeah. So we've got Wardlow, Colt Cabana representing the Dark Order. They specifically said that. And Hangman Page. They're all in the tournament. Hangman uh, Page. Tag team wrestler, Hangman Page. He, uh, Hangman Page put a, a press release up on Twitter um, <laughs> reacting to this. I have not got a chance to read it. It was, on, it was from his Twitter account on the official letterhead. Well, why don't so, you talk some more and I'll very well. You'll it. pull it up. So after that, uh, Alex Marvez interviews Kenny Omega. 
Um, he's asking Kenny about being in this tournament. Kenny says it feels good to be a singles competitor again. He's been waiting a year to get his hands on that AEW title. He says, I've won tournaments all over the world. Uh, you put a tournament on the first time, I'm going to win it. He lists off some of the wrestlers in there, Phoenix, uh, et cetera. Marvez brings up Paige. Uh, Kenny acts both kind of offended that Marvez would interrupt him, but also they brought up Paige's name. And he says, yeah, even some tag team competitors are in it very dismissively. Uh, but he's all very he's very confident he's going to win. He says, throw anyone at me. It doesn't matter. And then my internet uh, uh, crapped the bed and I, didn't miss, I missed the end of it. This was really rambling. Uh, yeah, he just kept on referring to Hangman Page as a tag team wrestler, said that he's been in tournaments all over the place. Uh, he went about two minutes too long. Didn't really miss much. Uh, so this Hangman Page, unofficial Hangman Page, letterhead, it says transcribed from a series of drunken voicemails left on an AEW Aaron Boy's phone by Hangman Page for release as soon as they say it on Dynamite. Uh, Hangman Page to enter the con- number one contender tournament. Uh, it's pretty long, so I'll just go through. Uh, he's got three. Oh, he's got three reasons here for why he's entering. The tournament could provide Page with his first opportunity to challenge for the AEW World Championship since his catastrophic and embarrassing loss to Jericho at All Out 2019. As a child, Hangman Adam Page, unintelligible, the voicemail devolved into a slurred monologue with the occasional yell, followed by two minutes of silence. Hangman Adam Page thinks the AEW World Championship is the best-looking championship, even more detailed and shiny than the tag team championships. (laughs) It would look cool as Hangman's big-ass belt buckle. Uh, To get ready for this sure-to-be-grueling tournament, he will be preparing with the following. To get his body in a better shape, he will reduce his whiskey intake by only drinking every other day. He will continue to wear a mask in public, wash his hands and social distance to avoid COVID-19 to preserve the integrity of his lungs and his character. Uh, Page will take virtual slack line lessons to better understand the way Phoenix of the Lunch Brothers bounces around on the ropes before hitting a maneuver. Uh, He will begin making up reasons to hate Colt Cabana. Despite his alignment with the Dark Order, he has always been kind to Page. Evil Uno was nice recently, too, dissuading the rest of the Dark Order from attacking Paige during their match. Damn, that's weird. He'll make an even further attempt to strengthen his religion so he can pray to God that he doesn't have to face Wardlow and his big muscle tits. (laughs) Uh, Finally, to prepare for the possibility of winning the tournament, Adam Page will begin watching Renee's Instagram stories to learn current champion John Moxley's weaknesses. Page will also attempt to soften challenger and possible champion Lance Archer with flattery, frequently finding excuses to tell him how handsome he's looking on Dynamite Days. There you go. That's pretty funny. His press releases are always pretty funny. Uh, After that, uh, we got a Serena Deeb versus Big Swole contest. Uh, This is pretty fun. Uh, Serena's showing off her wrestling, Matt wrestling skills to start. Swole eventually overpowers her, uh, tosses her in the corner. Serena responds with a pretty huge clothesline. You know, there's a lot of this constant back and forth, back and forth between uh, Serena doing some technical wrestling, dragon screw leg whips, going after Swole's arm, and then Swole uh, uh, countering with power moves, headbutts, forearms, etc. In the end, uh, Serena Deeb's going for a pile driver. Swole escapes that, hits hits her with a couple shots. Uh, Deeb responds with a couple shots. Uh, Swole hits her with pump kick, headbutt, dirty dancing to get the win. 
Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, after that, we had that Mox uh, promo. Uh, video package, rather. Yeah. Bar. Mm-hmm. yeah, a little bar bit. I, I actually, I really liked his uh, uh, punctuation at the end before he takes a shot and he says, well, like you say, Archer, everybody dies. Mm-hmm. I, thought was, I thought it was really well done. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was, really, uh, it, was, it was actually really well done. The framing of it being in, you know, some shots in the desert. Mostly he's doing the promo primarily from a bar where he's sitting by himself. He's got one shot in front of him. Um, and, you know, he's like, hey, I, I'll take on anybody. But, you know, eventually I know my number will come up and it could be next week against Lance Archer. It's going to take a lot to beat me, but it could happen. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, pound the shot, everybody dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had the main event, Chaos Project, Luther and... Hold uh, on, hold on. There was more Matt Chat questions, Steve. Oh, did I... Okay, what were they? Oh, oh um, yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah. So they the, the entrances started, and then they had Matt Chat questions. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, Lance Storm, go ahead. Kevin Smith, Eli Roth, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, and Chavo Guerrero Jr. via Zoom. Who was on his own Matt Chat, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steel Panther. Mm-hmm. Ultimo Dragon, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. And then Kisses Paul Stanley, P.S. Ultimo Dragon still has the best picture in the history of professional wrestling like ever. 50 belts he's holding, basically. <laughs> it's something favorite. else, man. That's my favorite. That's why we got to find reasons to put this title and the Impact title, and the, the Intercontinental title up for so something. I can hold them all. Along with this, which will be coming up soon. You guys will find out what this is going to be. Tomorrow, yeah. For tomorrow, yeah. Uh, so that I can have my picture with all the titles. You mean my picture with all the titles? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, me first. Probably. My picture with all the titles. Probably me first, though. No, probably, uh, probably me. So, I mean, I, I, yeah. This is what I like, though. So when Jericho, and he always looks, he always looks touched by the sing-along stuff. I feel like this week it was a little bit extra because of, you know, all the videos and all the, Definitely. you know, all the well wishes and stuff. Um, he Jericho looked really, really legit touched by all that stuff. Um, uh, Luther has been on the sloppy side during this match, but uh, regardless, Jericho picked up the win with the Judas effect on Luther. Well, and hats off to Jericho. This is his night. He spent most of his match selling. Mm-hmm. He was still trying to make Luther and Serpentico look really good. Mm-hmm. He yeah. We all knew Jericho was going to win this match. Mm-hmm. He spent 12 minutes of it uh, bumping around. You know, so good for him, even though Luther looked a little tired and a little sloppy during the course of it. Something tells me he was kind of, Luther was trying to revert back to 1991 a little bit, too. Because mm-hmm. there's a couple times commentaries like, he's going to the top rope. He hasn't done that in forever. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, uh, Jericho hits uh, Luther with the Judas effect to get the win. Uh, afterwards, he picks the mic, says, you know, hey, 30 years in business. Thanks, thanks to all of you for that. He's interrupted by MJF's music. He says, I'm not out there to steal your spotlight. Cut my music. I'm there because I respect you, Chris. I'm out there because uh, he wants to be part of the celebration as he's making his way to the ring. Wardlow is walking towards the ring with somebody covered in like an orange piece of cloth. It's obviously a clown because you can see the feet. Mm-hmm, yeah. So they all enter the ring. Uh, MJF says, it's gift o'clock. It's time to rock. Uh, Wardlow almost prematurely pulls the cloth off the clown. He does. It's Clownico. But look, he's holding another present. Jericho takes it. Um, and MJF says, before you open it, I just want to tell you that you inspire me. And uh, next week, I, MJF, is going to make a career-defining decision. And then Jericho opens the gift. And it's a huge picture of MJF. And it's very reminiscent of when The Rock gave Farouk the giant portrait of The Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, which, but- which, which signaled what, Larson? 
uh, uh, the Rock's takeover of the Nation of Domination. You think think MJF's got everybody in the inner circle on his payroll? I think it's possible. Entirely possible. So uh, Jericho takes this picture, busts it over the the head of Clownico, gives the clown a nasty Judas effect. Yeah, that was flush. That was. And then tells MJF that I hate clowns and I don't like being interrupted. They have a tense stare down for a moment and they just laugh at each other. And the heel locker room comes down to the ring to celebrate as the credits roll. Chris Jericho did everything on this episode of Dynamite. Yeah, that was that was a bit surreal and cheesy. Um, yes. But uh, but I like that they do that kind of stuff, you know, because, you know, they, you don't get that on the, the other product of stuffiness there. You know, Not it's OK to be it's it's OK to be corny sometimes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's uh, open this up to questions. Sounds good. Sounds good. I got some... just put the thing. Up oh, here, OK. So we got some uh, a new sub here. Wizard of Smoke says G.I.R. for life. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. For uh, life, maybe not. Maybe closer to like, you know. Approaching retirement? A, yeah, approaching a ty- retirement age, sure. Yeah. Okay, Scruff BMX, because Lee lost, will this be the beginning of the end of the Dark Order? I hope not. Oh, I hope not. Well, you know what? Regardless, Brody Lee is going to be great regardless of what he does. So. Oh, yeah. Gregory, Dan, Dan, Fial- uh, ahead, Gregory ahead, Filella, uh, who should take the TNT belt off Cody now? So Brody I don't. Lee. What? Who? Brody Lee. <laughs> Okay, take him out of the equation. Let's Why? say Orange Cassidy does not win. Uh, who else should? <gasps> Silver. That'd be pretty funny. That would be amazing. That'd be pretty damn funny. That'd be great. It's my pick. Dan Daniels the third. Jr. calling Ricky Starks Ricky Skaggs had to be dying. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, let's see here. Gloria Steve Klein. What would you name a new AEW pay-per-view? Full gear, revolution, revolution, all out, out, double or nothing, double or nothing. Chili's money. That's good. Chili's money's good. Um, uh, full gear, revolution. I I would do this. I would call it explosion, but instead put an X in front of it. So just X, letter X, then plosion. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, you didn't catch it. That's what Impact calls their like B level. I think UK specific show. Why would I know anything about Impact, man? Much less. You don't know their... about you don't know about explosion. No. Come on, man. Uh, Boo Boo Reloaded. If Sheeta defends the women's title, the anniversary. Sh- show could be their clash of champions true true uh kirsten with a sub thank you very much thank you very much uh let's see here uh tommy cat oh wow he says last week i asked what's the most underappreciated thing about aew this week he's asking what's the most overrated and he says to him it's cody as a wrestler here's my thing about that what we saw from Cody tonight is what we've seen forever from him. And I'm over it by now. I want some change. AEW is actually really good at mixing things up and getting characters to evolve. That's what I want from him now. Uh, yeah, agreed. Hip Hop Hippo watching Luther wrestle tonight was like watching my dad just happy to be there for his friend. You know, it's actually weirdly wholesome. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I agree with that. 
I yeah. agree with that. That was, that was his buddy. That's his buddy. They go back. Totally. Uh, Gareth, Arn Anderson decides to wrestle his final match in AEW. Who gets the rub on the Enforcer's way out? Brody John, Lee. John Silver. Brody Lee. <laughs> John Silver's Brody Lee oppression just kills me. He's trying to be like a he's trying to be his own Brody Lee and bully people. I know. In the great. dark order. <laughs> it's so good. The thing about the thing about Silver is that everybody has known that guy. You know what I mean? Everybody mm-hmm. has known that. Back when Oh, thank you, Christian, for all those gifted subs. Oh, thank back you. At, back like when you guys used to hold parties at the house. There was always that guy there. I know. I know. I know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, this is a great question from Steve Klein again. What are your all-time favorite Jericho moments in wrestling? Oh, it's the list. It's the list. The list of a thousand and four holds. The list that that entire that entire year of WCW when he was just mm-hmm. doing that stuff was great. Yeah, security, all that was so good. His debut is the still to this day the greatest debut of all time and I don't even think there's a close second um a lot of the stuff he did with Kevin Owens was really good that stuff was just genius that stuff was so great yeah yeah uh beans from the east did the young bucks give Kevin Owens a call to get a match chat from him if so what was his response you, you know Steve, I take it away I, I can't do that you know I, I would love to, guys guys I would love to do that guys but I can't Last time we had cameos on your show, Vince got mad. And now none of us can do cameos. No, none of us can do yeah. Now we can't do cameos at all. I'm no uh, I'm no Cal Jack when it comes to my Kevin Owens impression. It's getting there. It's getting yeah. there. Uh Jorge D, if AEW could use the WB Vault stuff, how different would the thirty years of Jericho celebration be? A hundred million. They would have actually done I mean they dude, they couldn't they couldn't do a proper thing. And we were kind of wondering how they were going to try to pull this off, and they did the best they could. But yeah, yeah they got you, celebrities. Yeah, they got celebrity cameras. You just you 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 know, Zondo. What wrestling company would be the first to make a fly joke? So for those who don't know, who didn't watch the vice presidential debate tonight, uh, I I missed uh, Pence's eye bleeding, but I did happen to see when a fly seemingly landed on, in his hair. It didn't move. <laughs> it didn't move. It stayed there for ages. It was hilarious. It was really uh, funny. Milkman uh, Leche says, love you guys and the friendos. Keep up the awesome work. Thank you for the sub. Uh, Dr. Steve Winters, who would you want to be the next FTW champion? Also, should FTW have stipulations like ECW rules? <sighs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I don't know. Then you, I mean, then you get into like too much hardcore stuff, maybe. Um, I do think that those matches should have some additional level of violence. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's something like, you know. It's like the shoot fight type thing. Maybe you don't win by pinfall or submission. You win by referee stoppage. Or knockout. Or knockout, yeah. Um, yeah. Something like that. That'd be fun. Uh, and it clearly is going to be Darby Allen. That's who it should be anyways. Flats asks, uh, best friends, Orange Cassidy and Archer, who's got the best shot at winning next week? That's Orange Cassidy. So Archer has no chance. No. The best friends have no chance. It's completely Orange Cassidy. It's Orange Cassidy, 100%. Like, the fact that we really don't know if he's going to win or not gives him a chance. We Yeah, we know how the other two are going to go. Uh, Dr. Thunder, thank you for the sub. Just keep making great podcasts, guys. Dang MQ is curious why uh, Swole was wrestling, but uh, Cedric hasn't been on Raw in the last two weeks. Don't know. Yeah, no say, senor, no say. Don't know. Don't know. Um, there are different universes. Sir Wedgie says, Steve, I'm very excited to see your Inktober art this month. They rule. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. You've been doing some good stuff. Thank you. Uh, you can, if you guys want to see, uh, so there's an artist in the wrestling community, uh, Marge, uh, Marge.jpg, and she did her own prompt for uh, Inktober, which mm-hmm. is like a thing where artists do like a drawing every day, but she did one based on wrestling, so I've adopted that. And uh, and every day, last six days, I'm going to do another one tonight. Uh, it's on my Instagram uh, at MFSteve here. You can check yep. that out. Yep. Uh, goatee. With the bits, thank you. What is the direction for MJF and Jericho? Is it culminating in a match at full gear? Probably yes, and it's probably for uh, control the dark, uh, sorry, not dark order, inner circle in the balance. Yeah, it would definitely be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, White Brownie, does Sheeta defend next week? And if so, against who? She should. Have another match against Thunder Rosa. Uh... Who's the new number one? Who's the number one contender? They right said now? Swole was number two, but I don't recall who's number one. I think it was Nyla Rose. I think Nyla Rose is still number one. Ah. Adrian C., do you know the status of Chris Stantlander and Shanna? I know one was hurt, but both would make the women's division stronger and something to hopefully showcase on Dynamite unless they just want to keep the woman mostly on dark. Uh, Stantlander hurt her knee, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's rehabbing now. She's Yeah, she's posted updates on her Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think she's getting there, but yeah, I don't know how long that takes. Um, Shanna. So Sadie Gibbs was the one that was released. Yeah. So Jorge D, uh, Jorge D say Shanna is isolating in the U S for two weeks before working. So maybe mm. she just got back over here in the States and is quarantined for a couple weeks. Okay. Um, Morpin ravioli dog collar match was great, but they really just threw Brody in the limbo with that loss. It seems like they aren't sure what to do with the TNT title at the moment. Oh, they know what to do with it. Is keep it around Cody's waist. <laughs> so, uh, Dang MQ wants to know if I know about Melissa Santos' reaction to the Melissa emoji. I do not. Steve did not tell me earlier. Fill me in. She was very grateful. She was very grateful. She seemed, she sort of made some references. She had sort of a no F's attitude on the stream yesterday. And I wonder if maybe she just had 
a bad day or had some, you know, baggage going on. I don't know what she didn't say, and I'm not going to speculate. I don't know. You know, sometimes you can just read people uh, that, man, you know, I'm done with this day, but I'm going to do this. <clears throat> like, uh, but then when she saw that, she seemed very, very grateful. That's good. Um, O-Dog says, Chris Daniels was saying it's hard to tell stories with women's matches with only two hours. Really? What's the con? There's got to be some context there. Yeah. Also, shout out to Jorge D for the gifted sub. Yeah, what's the context there? I am I am curious. I'll have to look that one up. Because sometimes that that just... This, I mean, look, I, I think that... Yeah, that, that's a BS. That's a BS response there. Yeah, yeah that is bad. Uh, Hugo um, Long Heavy, uh, who and how do you debut New Japan stars on Dynamite? How would you bring Kenta in? Would he just show up? Huge. So Mox loses. You wait till after Mox loses the AEW title to Kenny. Um, and then a couple weeks later, we have Kenta show up like Mox is trying to get back on the winning path. Uh, and then Kenta comes out and just kicks the shit out of him. Yeah, that's good. Just That's kicks good. the sh- like literally kicks the shit out of him. He poops in the middle of the ring. Oh wow! And he ha- he has that his briefcase with him, his U.S. title briefcase. Maybe he hits Mox with that and says, "I'm taking that title from you next week." Mm-hmm. Next mm-hmm. week it happens. Kenta wins. That'd be great. Yeah. That's good. Uh, G Man says, uh, "So do you consider Brody Lee a transitional champion?" Yeah, because he had to transition for the time Cody before <laughs> he went to the game show until after. Yeah, dude. That sucks. That sucks. I'm going to have to tweet about that tonight. Right. Uh, Goatee11. Is it just me or should Serena Deeb have gotten the W tonight? No, man. They're building up Swole. Let's see here. Uh, Solus. Is Cody locked into a bit of a mindset like his dad that despite being a great storyteller, the stories don't necessarily work without him? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what's in his head. I think that he I think that he rightfully I've said this before. It's probably difficult to really gauge things when you're the center of attention or when you have been. I think that he has been the biggest baby face the company's had. I kind of feel like he's been phased out of that particular role. Um, so now it just sort of feels antiquated. Yeah. Uh and, but I, I, you know, I can understand how it's difficult to think. I, I, that's just for me though. We caught so much flack in our comments last week by Cody fans. He is still very popular. Oh, yeah. So yeah, this is, is probably is. the best move to keep the title on him. I'm Maybe. just not a fan of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm a P with the sub. Thank you. Who do you think is the most underrated wrestler in AEW? Brody Lee. <laughs> the most underrated wrestler? Uh, man, I don't know. They always give everybody a lot of time in their matches. Like, I don't know if anybody is 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 like rated as not great and they're actually great. Everybody's really, I mean, everybody's, well, the ones that are bad are glaringly bad. And I'm not going to name names, but, you know. I don't know. I think that everybody, they are who we think they are. Uh, oh, dog. Did you see Triple H sent the WNBA champs their own custom SmackDown women's title as opposed to the WWE title? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I'm fine with that. I thought that was cool. Uh, favorite customer, Young Bucks, said there are too many wrestling championships, so what's the optimal amount? You have 
uh, for the men's division, you got the world title, a mid-card title, and tag titles. You have a women's mm-hmm. championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what? Four? Four. For AEW, you've got the additional FTW. You should have trios. You should have trios, yeah. Women's tag titles would be cool, too. Dude, they don't. They nope. I'm saying, I'm saying, in, in a in a perfect world, <laughs> they need they need to they need to get that women's division in order, man. Yeah, Christopher Daniels. Anyways, yeah, White Brownie said he tweeted you the, the the Daniels article. Oh, cool. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I will definitely check that out. Um, yeah. So that's gonna do it for us. Twitch chat. Stick around. We'll uh, hang out for a little bit. And if anybody has a raid request, we'll uh, honor that. Thanks yes. everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back on. We'll have a news brief for you tomorrow. We'll have our first episode of our very special. Well, hold on. It's, it's, uh, it's NXT recap tomorrow, man. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. At noon. It's your favorite show of the week. Wow. I forgot, forgot about... about. Yeah, dude. It's just. Yes. It it's the first installment of our mock draft. I know. It's very exciting. Anyways, who will win this at Hell in a Cell? All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.